Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or good morning, or good afternoon, whatever time you're listening to this podcast. This is the Zero to Hear podcast. I'm your host, Danny Duma. Tonight on the show, we have a uh, <laughs> very entertaining young lady, Davni Dillon. She is a social media manager. She has she runs a really good fashion travel blog. Uh, her Instagram is fire. Uh, we chat kind of all things from like positive vibes, how to get through negative mental thoughts to uh, her social media, a bunch of tips uh, that she would give you to improve your social media. She even throws out a couple apps that have helped her up her Instagram game. Uh, and we finished with just a little, uh, I guess we kind of, <clears throat> I don't know what the right word is. We started talking about Harry Potter at the end, and we both have a huge crush on the Harry Potter series. And so we just kind of threw out a bunch of fun facts that we love. And she's watched the movies more times than me, and I didn't think there's many people out there that have. But uh, anyway, she may have convinced me to go to a Harry Potter trivia night. Stick around till the end of the podcast, because all that Harry Potter talk is at the end. <laughs> Enjoy the show, guys. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. I'm going to put my headphones on. This feels weird. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. I'm super excited. There's a lot of things I want to chat with you about. Yay. Uh, Obviously the blog because it rocks from the three days that I've spent looking through it. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Uh, You're very active and very good on social media. So obviously that as well. Um. I want to start with something that, uh, and more just get your opinion and get more of Carl's opinion on, is something that we chatted about yesterday after the podcast, not on air. So I wanted to bring it up just to kind of like bring people's attention to it, is we were talking about happiness, the correlation between money and happiness, and what that equation looks like, and what is the number that is kind of the breaking point of making enough to be happy, where going up from there doesn't really make you more happy, you're just have more money and probably more problems (laughs) and so i did a little bit of research today and apparently from like an nbc article or something from 2017 that number is seventy five thousand dollars a year so i'm assuming coming from nbc that was an american article Mm -hmm. and probably takes into account the entire country and i know a lot of america (laughs) housing costs and things like that are like two to four hundred thousand dollars yeah so it probably doesn't relate to vancouver but more just wanted to like throw it out there and see what people think because to me that sounds like a very low number that in greater vancouver you're like basically surviving but like anywhere in the like the central midwest in the states right you'd you'd be bawling like three four hundred thousand dollars and you have a huge house right here nothing (laughs) yeah it it just depends on where you are i think but that number like for me yeah i would consider it low as well but at the same time i think it is a number where it would make some people happy like they'd be okay with that and i can see that i can see you being okay with that if if you're not someone who really cares to have like all these luxurious items all the extra stuff and you're happy living in like a small home and just living day to day and you're okay then i can see that being like a happy point for people seems like such a personal thing though because it is yeah definitely it's definitely a personal because the article is kind of worded in a way that making more money than that doesn't make you more happy. 
Mm. But I think... I think it would make me happy. See? Yeah, it would definitely make me happy. <laughs> Why, just because, yeah. like, materialistic things, or...? Yeah, see, I'm someone who, like, is all about... Like, I love, like, spoiling myself, so I feel like I, w- I would want to get to that point where it's like, okay, I can do this because I make that much money. So it's, like, kind of like a motivation thing at the same time. Totally. But I... But at the same time, I also see it as like, if you're making that and you don't really care for all those extra costs, spending on a bag or anything, then it's like, I'd be happy with that. Because I'm, I'm assuming the 75K covers your housing, mm-hmm. right? You have your food, right? So your basic necessities and you're pretty comfortable with that. Yeah. And I guess anything else would just be extra. Yeah, I think it's like a comfortable thing. I think That's it's like, thing, it's just comfort. The thing about money for me is that it creates freedom. And it's yeah. not so much that I'm super into material stuff. I like traveling, which costs mm-hmm. money. Yes. And I don't really like doing it the backpacker way. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's like <laughs> a Louis Vuitton backpacker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think for me, financial stress is like a very difficult type of stress to deal with. And so when I look at 75K and trying to live in greater Vancouver, oh, no. I just see a lot of stress that comes along at, at that number. Yeah. So if, I don't know, for me, I, I don't, again, I'm, I'm taking into consideration that it's across like the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so that's a very general number. But looking at cities like L.A. versus like somewhere in the middle of South Dakota, like it's obviously going to be a very different number. But even like yesterday, the medium income of a household in Vancouver is what was it? 74,000. Yeah. Right. How do how are those people doing it? Yeah. I just don't think you're that happy living Yo, in you're Vancouver sacrificing a lot yeah. yeah you definitely are sacrificing a lot for sure maybe in saskatchewan maybe <laughs> we should call saskatchewan <laughs> just the whole province <laughs> of general yeah. just, just start dialing doing. random numbers you yeah. need like a little hotline <laughs> call on them. scale of one to ten how happy are you <laughs> seven how much money do you make eight thousand dollars i just i didn't like the way that it was worded that going above that doesn't really mean you're more happy yeah i don't agree with that i think the more you would make, the more happier you would be. There's for sure. But then, what's the number going the other way around? What's the number? Oh. Start getting just problems, like, or you start becoming an asshole, right? Yeah. And just thinking that your money will deal with everything. You gotta stay humble. It's interesting. I grew up in a pretty middle class family, so it, I was given that very humble upbringing, mm-hmm. but also pushed me super hard to want to be successful. Yeah. I don't know. What was your upbringing like? Um, I think my parents started off like they came here from my dad was born in England. My mom was born in India. Dad went back to India to get married, came here when he was in his like late 20s, freshly married. So they they had to grind like my dad was working like days and nights. He didn't finish like he didn't go to college. He just started working right away. So he worked his whole life. And I remember him even like telling me like his grand, like my grandma, his mom wasn't able to buy him like magazines back then that were like, what, dollar maybe? And he had to like sacrifice those things. But now talking, now he's like, like well off. He's like established his like ground. He's made it. And he's able to spend extra money on things he wants now. So he worked his whole life to make it. And he told me growing up that he wanted, he worked his whole life to make sure his kids would be 
spoiled, but they would also be humble. Like he wanted to be able to reach that point where he can provide his kids with things he wasn't able to get growing up. So to me, that's so inspirational. And I think my dad is like the biggest reason why I work hard. And um, just seeing him grow up like and like talking about how his past was is what motivates me to like, yeah, I have like the support from my dad, but I want to make it on my own as well. So that's like a big motivational thing for me. Totally. Yeah. I think we can learn a lot from immigrants. Oh, yeah. Like I look, I look at a lot of, regardless of what country they're coming from, they always seem to work harder than people that grew up in Vancouver. People totally. that in greater Vancouver are soft. <laughs> you take things for granted, man. Totally. Because life's too easy over here. Too easy. Yeah. Especially when you move from mm-hmm. a, like, a third world country or a country that you don't make very much money in. And you're coming to Vancouver, that's an expensive city to live in. You're just like, you have to work 80, 90 hours a week. That's you're just not going to survive. Yeah. I like those type of people. <laughs> we should try to hire more. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was scrolling through your Instagram. I can't yes. remember what post it was on. But you had a really good, um, I guess, goal for 2019. And... I think I think the wording was think positive in 2019 and replace every negative thought with a positive. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just posted that one. <laughs> Why was that a goal? Um, I think it's it's a goal because this year I really wanted to just surround myself with more positive people and people who think positive because I've noticed in the past how much people impact you like how much their thoughts what they do like have an impact on you and being around people who aren't as motivated as me i just don't i just like don't really see the point anymore like i want to hang with people who are also go-getters who have that motivation because it just makes me better it makes me feel better as a person exactly exactly you feed off each other and that was one thing, like, I was just thinking about it, like, I do not want to, like, even have a negative thought this year. I just want to, like, replace any negative thought with positivity. Like, think of, like, if there's a situation where I'm not happy, why, why aren't I happy? How can I make myself happy from that? And um, I think it's just a big mental health thing, too. Just, like, trying to be happier with life. Um, and that all has to do with surrounding yourself with positive people for me. Have you, this is something I like talking about because I'm the exact same way. Yeah. Is that like, if people are negative influence in my life, Cut them I off. Pu- yeah, push them out of the <laughs> yeah. way. Have you, have you like actively been doing that? Not necessarily been... cutting people out, but more just like spending less time with them. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Cause I. It's hard to like just cut people out of your life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like those people could be family too for you, right? So it's like it's difficult, but I choose to surround myself with people who are more positive than people who aren't and people who are building me up than people who are kind of just bringing me down, right? So I think I haven't necessarily had to cut anyone out of my life, but I have notice people who have different mindsets than me and I just know how to kind of talk to them and I know how to like have my boundaries with those people how are you actively training yourself to when a when something negative comes into your mind to reverse it into a positive Mm. because I think a lot of people have a problem with that especially in greater (laughs) Vancouver with like growing up in a really like beautiful place to live most people have money 
mm-hmm. greater Vancouver, uh, people that live in Vancouver anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's a certain level of entitlement or like softness, like I was talking about, that other people, like people who move from or immigrants from other countries don't have and yeah. the eth- work ethic is there. But how do you train yourself to move away from those negative ideas? Take it out at the gym on weights. <laughs> Literally. Um, I think I, I've kept a journal this year, especially. So anything that I feel is negative, I write, write down the negative thing. And then I read it. And I read, and then I like kind of like reread it a couple of times. And I'll, the more you reread it, the more you're like, wait, why? Why am I thinking this? Right. It's like, then you start, like, your brain starts thinking, like, okay, but it's on paper. So think of ways you can make it positive now. So write down the positive things and slowly the negative t- starts like disappearing. And going to the gym is something that really helps too. Like when I need to kind of like take a break, take it out, take my anger or any negativity I have out at the gym. By the time you're done, it's like, what, what negativity? <laughs> That's how I feel. I've, I've always been someone who's thought more positive too, though. Like I've never really dealt with anxiety either. I've kind of just like been a positive person. So it's not that difficult for me. But when the time does, like obviously they, some, everyone has like their times where they're in a bad mood. So it's like writing it down helps. And just like observing what you've written down. It's just got this big book of I super negative ideas. <laughs> <in her home. laughs> How to be positive. <laughs> I know. It's actually funny though. Like my friends like look at me and like, they're like, wait, like, no, like you have to have anxiety. Like everyone has anxiety. Like it's like common. Like, and I'm just like, like, of course I have bad days, but I don't consider it anxiety. I consider it like, I don't get anxious. I just like. I try, I feel like I've trained my brain to like not care about things that are negative either. So I just like don't focus on it. And I've noticed it works for me. Like the more I don't focus on negativity, the more it's like it's not there anymore. And um, I know I have like friends who do deal with anxiety and they come to me for advice because they're like, what do I do? And I like feel like I can like help them by talking to them. And then um, they'll just look at me and be like, wow, like, why, like, who are you? Why, why don't you ever feel anxious? Like, why don't you ever tell me anything that's like bad about you or going on in your life? And I'm just like, because I just don't let it get to me. What's the advice that you would give someone or that you have given someone? It depends. Like, I don't want to talk about one of my friends' (laughs) problems, but. Well, don't, you don't have to use specifics, more just like. I'm feeling really anxious about this. How do I look at it in a positive perspective? I, well, I know that one of my friends started, she, when she was going through a lot, she had a lot of anxiety that she was going through. I started taking her to the gym with me and me and her like started going to the gym and I noticed how much that was helping. And I told her, I gave her the advice of like writing it down, keep a journal and then go back to it the next day and read what you wrote and see if that's still something that's on your mind. Like, how can you change it? And that's definitely helped too. Like, it's literally, I feel like, I don't know how to put it into words. You're building an army of people with just these really negative books. (laughs) I know. I'm like, I don't know how to put it into words, but like, it just depends on the scenario. And then I always have like a way of like, okay, maybe look at it this way. Like, they're like, are you really going to be upset over this? And like, 
to one week of time, two weeks of time, like think of it in this way. And then they like look at me like, okay, maybe she's right. Or maybe I should just should just say that and just move on and not talk to her about my anxiety. <laughs> like, That's something I bring up all yeah. the time, though, is that like <laughs> there was a Gary Vee post recently near Gary Vee. Yes. Love him. He said, I think it was like 1% of things matter. 99% of things don't matter. And but the way that I like interpret stuff like that is short term versus long term. Mm hmm. If something really, if something negative happens today, it's likely not, I'm never going to think about it again after to, I'm just upset for one day yeah. kind of thing. Most things don't matter. And so that's kind of the way that I, mm -hmm. it's putting things in perspective. Like how much better are, is our life living in greater Vancouver than someone in whatever, yeah. Ethiopia or like some third world country where there's civil war going on and you're just mm -hmm. trying to stay alive every day. Yeah. You have so much time in your day that to dwell on like one thing that you're probably not gonna like think about in the next week or so i just find that like you can be doing so much more with your time mm -hmm. why why let your like mind get to that point of like where you just want to keep thinking about the negative why so it's like i just feel like it's just like you have so much time in your day where did this come from I don't know. The like the positive energy. Cause I, um, I think I've been surrounding myself with like friends who are like mm. so positive that it has an impact on me. Um, even like my coworkers now, like they're, they're total go-getters. Like it rubs off on me. Like how you said, like you feed off each other's energy. So that's one thing. And I've just, I've always been that person. I think that just like not I haven't always been that person that thought positive, but I've trained myself to get to that point. Yeah. And just like reading articles and like, just like always like constant, I like have a whole Pinterest board on like the most positive <laughs> like quotes ever. So it's like, I will go through that Pinterest board and just like reread those positive quotes. And like, they're always in my head. It's like, do you ever get negative feedback from people? In what sense? Uh, like on the positivity. Like, does anyone's like, I mean, even for me, like I usually do like a motivation Monday post, yes, yeah. like a quote that I've heard throughout the week on a podcast or wherever. And I'll post that on top of my photo or use Gary V's photo or so like whatever, something yeah. that I find throughout the week. And I've gotten some feedback and it doesn't really affect me. I don't really care, but <clears throat> of just like, this just sounds fake or why are you throwing this shit in our face kind of stuff? Those are negative people. Oh, I know. Yeah, like, no. But do you get any of that? Um, no, I don't get, no, I don't think I've gotten any she, of that. She just has a big Instagram following of all positive people. Literally, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've just never had someone, like, react to anything positive said in a negative way, I think. Hmm. Yeah. At least not until... Like, at least not for now, I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, the day will come where yeah. someone negative comes my way, I'm like, block. <laughs> Literally, I would, like, probably just hit the block yeah. <laughs> button if I had someone negative. Because I want to help those people. Yeah. So I'll, like, always comment back and just be like, what about this is, like, inappropriate to you? Yeah. This is the way that I feel. And though, whatever, I don't know. Some people know. are just That's true. helpless. Like, but, like, I always comment back, though. Just because yeah. I want to see kind of where they're coming from. More, it's yeah. more of a curiosity. See, I've never commented back. Like, I've seen people on, like, Twitter, like, tweet about, like, 
things about like maybe even like lash out at a celebrity yeah. or like you know one of those tweets or like just talk about like how something's giving them anxiety but i've never really like responded to them but i do think about it and i'm just like hmm interesting like <laughs> that's what's going on in their life right now but it would be it would be interesting like comment back but then it's like next thing you know you start world war three on like twitter and you're like okay shouldn't have dropped my positive vibes have you ever caught like message someone back and have them backpedal like say i'm sorry whatever and kind of retract um, what they say i think more just i've explained myself better gotcha and they've said okay i didn't understand that from what you posted kind of thing because a lot of times it's just people dealing with like their own issues in their own lives, right? And just I think they take it out wherever yeah. they can. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I could talk about this shit for a long time, but <laughs> why, like, why would you ever waste three minutes of your life to go on Yelp or whatever review site and write a bad review about somebody? Just an outlet for people. Mm -hmm. I, but, why just, would, but that's what I'm saying yeah, is like, right. it has, it's, it's their own problems. It's not that they really had a bad experience. It's probably, they probably just went into this restaurant or store or whatever angry. True. Like remember Jordan, we had uh, a guy from LA on the podcast, Jordan, and he, <laughs> he's like the saddest people in the world are the ones that write one star reviews on airports. He's online and writes a review on an airport. <laughs> you don't have anything better to do in your day. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You I've actually you, like, read in a bad review. I'm gonna say yeah. that I have. It was like it was like a three star review. I would say like, and it was um so it was actually a really bad experience, and I didn't go into it as a bad experience. But my girlfriends and I, we were um at the White Rock Strip, just kind of like bar hopping, restaurant to restaurant, and yeah. we sat down at like the first restaurant we went to, and it was a patio, sunny day, summer day. Um, we were sitting there. There was, we were like the only colored people there as well, right? So we're around like all these um, Caucasian people. Mm -hmm. And so our waitress, um, she wasn't really happy with us. And it was just like her vibe, you, like you were able to tell she wasn't excited to have us there, right? So we're sitting there, patio, four girls laughing, having fun. People around us sitting at the patio, they had no issue with us laughing or anything. And she comes up to us and she literally goes, shh, and walks away. And, and we were kind of like, wait, did that happen? Did That's this, so like, disrespectful. Women, like, hush us? And then, like, after, like, when we were, um, she came back, like, twice to say, like, you guys need to, like, quiet down from laughing. And it was interesting because the people around us heard her say that. And as soon as she walked away, the one of the um, women who was sitting in front of us, she was like, it's okay like you're not bothering us like like we're like she kind of apologized for her but that kind of got to me because i was like why why did that happen so we like paid our bill and left but i just like wanted to say something because i was just so like upset and like i've never had an experience like that where someone came up co comes up to you and like hushes you so i wrote like a review a saying, yeah and at like yeah. the patio like yeah. sitting right so i did write a bad review but i didn't in the sense where it's not me like swearing at the restaurant or saying anything i was like like i've had like good experience that experiences at this restaurant before however recently like this happened 
And like looking back on it, like I like now I probably wouldn't write a review. But that day, I feel like it just got to me so much because I felt like she was really just judging us. And like we were sitting there having a good time. And for like, you know, you're like your server at a restaurant, like you have to follow some kind of etiquette where you're like, you know, happy. <laughs> like I don't know. It was it was a weird scenario. So that was like my one review that I did right. That was bad. In some sort of naive sense, I, living in Greater Vancouver, which is so multicultural, I'd mm-hmm. love to think that that wasn't because of culture. Yeah. But it's, I feel like it was. It had like, it was just like, but the fact that the people around us were like so apologetic mm-hmm. on her behalf, it was kind of like, whoa, like there's good people in the world too, right? But yeah. She just did not seem happy. Does that kind of stuff actively happen often? It's Maybe happened. coming from a white male, yeah. I'm sounding very naive about this. Um, but I would love to think that it's getting better, especially in a city like Greater Vancouver. Mm-hmm. No, I, yeah, definitely. It just depends. Like, I know I've, like, White Rock area, I've had it happen more than once. Super old white people. Yeah. 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 So I've, and I used to work there at the Walmart where like an old white guy came up to me and literally yelled at me for begging his like groceries like wrong and like made me literally like, I was like, I think like 16 at this time. And I was like looking at him like ready to cry. And it's just like, it's always that area that it's happened. But everywhere else, like, no, I've never had that. Just that one area. Just old white people. (laughs) (laughs) Not hating. I've I've actually said this multiple times is I never want to be an old white person. (laughs) And yes, I'm white. I'm going to be old and white eventually. But just they're so angry. It's just a mindset. Yeah. Yeah. It's so funny. I've I've gone out of my way to like aggressively. Okay, maybe I'm, I don't want to use the word aggressively <laughs> to loudly communicate to people that are like upset for some stupid reason. Like there's this oh, man, this is a good, I don't know story if I told time. you this story. Yeah. <laughs> I was coming back from the Caribbean in February. Our, the flight from Barbados to Toronto, way to layover in Toronto was delayed. Mm-hmm. And so we missed the connection in Toronto. So we had to stay the night in Toronto mm-hmm. and airlines don't pay you for a missed flight right yeah they're like i'm really sorry this kind of shit happens you have to go get a hotel and there's this old white dude in front of me that was just yelling at the WestJet agent because (laughs) he he was like a 30 year old guy obviously he's not in control of making this decision (laughs) he's not going to give you a hundred dollars out of his pocket to go stay in a hotel and this guy was so mad he was swearing at him and so i like there's a lineup of 60 people and this guy's waiting or annoying everyone so i just like go put my arm around him i'm like dude you gotta leave he's not like he's not in charge of paying for the hotel yeah if you're really that upset like write an email to WestJet or something exactly <laughs> he's not gonna be able to help you <laughs> he's gonna be that person that writes a really bad review a one-star review <laughs> and no one and like no one cares about it right? and it's probably just a person dealing with stuff right and just any outlet the first outlet that he he whatever right he'll like take it and just yeah. go nuts he should, he should have a Davneet journal at home. <laughs> and he should just write it in the journal. Oh I feel bad for those people like, that are in customer service that have to deal with that. Because oh ha- I've been there, had to deal with it. So it's like, oh, I know, I know that feeling. Have you ever worked in restaurants? No. Okay. I worked retail. Retail. I worked five, I bartended for five years. And that was like the, 
Most of it was really fun because it's super social. Yeah. You meet a bunch of new people. Yeah. And people are drinking, so it's like entertaining to watch them. <laughs> but that was the one thing is just like people complaining mm. and like at me. Like, oh, this cooking isn't chicked right, or this chicken isn't cooked right. <laughs> Was that dyslexia? What is that? <laughs> let's, let's move on. This chicken isn't cooked right. And I'm like, that's, like, you want to say that's what chicken looks like. Like, there's yeah. a little tiny red line in there. Like, oh, it's not cooked. You're going to kill me. But just kind of dealing with crazy mm. people that are complaining about everything is very difficult. Yeah. And that was tough in yeah. the restaurant business. Uh, I want to talk about podcasts because you said you like listening to podcasts and I'm in love yeah. with podcasts and always open for new suggestions. What are your um, go-tos right now? Oh, I literally would have to look at my phone because <laughs> I, I honestly like it's just random ones. Yeah. And like I have a friend who's into podcasts, so she'll just send me any like social media podcasts or self like just self-help podcasts and stuff like that. So I... I literally listen to anything that I get sent. Um, the last couple months, I haven't really been listening to podcasts. But when I did listen to podcasts, they were always like the motivating ones. Hence my positive journals. <laughs> yeah, um, I can't name them at the top of my head. But if I went through like my Apple Music, I would probably find them. If you're having a bad day, where do you go for that like positive push? Go to the gym. Do you go to the gym? Yeah. Yeah. I've I yeah, how long I, has that been? How long has that been an outlet for? Oh my like years. Really? Like I've always been the athletic type. So elementary I did like all cross country, track and field, all that. High school, also played basketball. Did you? Yeah, I played basketball. I you was, could probably tell by soccer. Carl standing up, but Carl was a good basketball player. That's, <laughs> all right. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I was always into like sports, running. I was always a runner. And then I got into weights. So that kind of like brought the cardio down, which is like, I don't know if you've heard that. Like once you're into weights, it's like, what's cardio now? <laughs> <laughs> but um, weights and like training, I've been doing for probably two years now, maybe two, three a little over two years um i have a cousin who's also a personal trainer so it's like it's really great having that person um and he like motivates me more too so it's like i'll go to we go to the same gym and then he'll like have a whole workout routine ready for us so it's like that's pretty awesome um but yeah i think just being at the gym definitely is such a good like outlet to like let your stress like let go of your stress it's like I come out of the gym and I'm just like a new person, I feel, where it's like I can walk in and be like so pissed off the minute like the pre-workout kicks in. I'm like, I'm all about like the gym and then I'm out and I just feel so much better. I think it's like, yeah. Similar story for me, like I, uh, athletics was my life growing up. Played basketball in college. So did Carl. <laughs> nice. Car was a little bit better than me. Oh, that's why. It's height. It's height. <laughs> but I got I got so sick of it that yeah. I just like went away from uh, fitness for like three years. And starting real estate career at the same time didn't help because I was like so emotionally, mentally involved in it, and mm -hmm. it was like a twenty four seven job. But two years ago, I got back into it, and it was a totally different experience. Yeah. And yes, I feel way better, and yes, I lost weight and all that kind of stuff, but it was more 
I was more impressed with like the mental therapy of it mm-hmm. and just how good it is for me every yeah. day to like release for an hour and go for a run or gym, go to yeah. the gym or whatever it is. Totally agree. Yeah. It's like I like when I don't go to the gym, if I miss like more than like, like say three days in a row, I don't go. I can feel myself getting like anxious a little bit where it's like, okay, like I really need to go to the gym. Like I feel like I'm, I get into like a bad mood almost mm. when I'm not at the gym. I'm the exact same. And it's yeah. not even three days for me. It's like one day. Yeah, it could. Yeah. If totally. I don't go to the gym one day, I feel different for yeah. sure. It's so strange. Yeah. I, I mean, I got like a concussion from the gym just like two weeks ago and I had to take like literally like. Doing what? A bar fell on my oh head. Oh my goodness. It was bad. Seriously? Yeah. I was doing like Jeez. the lap pull down and like the bar literally came off and fell on my head. And um, I had like a mild concussion for like a whole week. And then the next week I had to like slowly kind of like get used to like more brightness and screen time. So just having that, that was like two weeks off. Oh my goodness. Like I was like, no, like this can't be happening. Jeez, your cousin's not a very good spotter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, literally. (laughs) Let's. Let's chat a little bit with you because it's mostly just been me throwing out some random quotes and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your background? I know a lot in fashion, mm-hmm. but then getting into the blog a couple of years ago, lots on social media. Yeah. Um, I was always into like scrapbooking and photography growing up. <laughs> you define That's yourself like, as a scrapbook nerd. I know. Literally, yearbook nerd. <laughs> yearbook I was nerd, a yeah. year- complete yearbook nerd. But taking yearbook in my high school was actually like cool. Like, really? it was, like, cool. It was, like, it was basically, like, a spare for people. Mm. And you would have, like, to do a little bit of work. And my teacher was, like, amazing. You got credits for it? Yeah, you got credits for it. Yeah. yeah. Did so we, we didn't have that. Yeah. I was like, no, not at all. Everywhere, <laughs> like, every, every time I talk to people, they always look at me like, you were a yearbook nerd? But my <laughs> school was the only school where yearbook was cool to take. What school did you go to? Enver Creek. Yeah. yeah, we played basketball with a, a few guys. Remember, what school did you guys go to? We went to St. Thomas More, but we Where's played uh, Burnaby. Oh, we played. I don't know if you did. Anyway, there's like regional teams growing up mm-hmm. that are like you, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, I think. Yeah, and I lived in Surrey, so I played on the Surrey team a couple of years or oh, one right. year, and yeah. I think there's three Enver guys on it. They were good for a bit. Paul, I can't remember his last name. Paul Greewall. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds right. There was three. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> that, was that was like, we were like 14. <laughs> 16 years ago. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, your book was cool from my, from my high school. Like, um, and I was actually the one who was like really into it, whereas like people considered it a spare. I was like literally in there at lunchtime sometimes just like because I loved it so much. Um, I won an award from it. I think I told you that in like um, in the email I sent you, how I got an award Did for you? like, yeah, I got like a whole, um, I have like a plaque at home that says like top student for your book. <laughs> so it's like, that was a very proud moment. <laughs> I couldn't get an award in science, but I got it in your book. Um, your dad is probably at home being like, I put in all this work for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, they were like, so what's your book? Yeah. Just like scrapbooking, you know? Um, yeah. Um, I also considered being a yearbook teacher, but that didn't happen. <laughs> Literally, I was obsessed, guys. Um, my teacher like loved me. She even got me like a gift card to like Forever Twenty One one day because 
she like loved me so yeah there was a great bond <laughs> um i can't i can't imagine that's a degree in college like what do you want to do i want to be a yearbook teacher there are some crazy degrees out there I know. Oh, yeah well, there's only Never one know. position open and it's at Enver Creek. <laughs> i would take that <laughs> um but yeah i think and then I, I always knew what I wanted to do. So I was kind of, I was really lucky in that sense that like I grew up and I knew exactly kind of like which path I wanted to take. I always loved anything create, creative, um, hated sciences, absolutely hate, hate sciences, <laughs> hate math. So it's like, okay, all that's left for me is to be creative now. Um, and then I love fashion. So telling my parents that I want to go to fashion school Straight after high, straight after um high school was, they they looked they definitely were like, are you sure? <laughs> like, because it's like you can't, like I wasn't able to tell them like, me going to fashion isn't doesn't mean I'm like, I'm gonna end up working retail for the rest of my life. Like I had to really like nail that to them. Like that's not what fashion is. It's not working at a clothing store. No. So. They were completely supportive. They just like definitely asked me, are you sure? Are you sure? Like a million times <laughs> prior to me getting into fashion school. But um, they were so supportive. I did it. Um, finished a diploma in fashion, business and creative arts at John Casablanca's Institute. Mm -hmm. And that um, it, they taught me like history of fashion, social media and there, a little bit of like fashion writing, um, PR, buying, merchandising, like so much of fashion all in one year program oh it's yeah. only one year yeah and <laughs> you had to have like in order to pass you had to have over 70 percent in each class so it's super like competitive and like even getting into the school i had to write like a whole essay on like why i want to be there mm -hmm. and then they accept you based on that and all that so um yeah, it, it was it was really like a New York moment for me. I feel <laughs> like I felt like going to like it's um, based in Gastown. So going to Gastown was like, oh, my God, I'm I'm yeah, I'm in New York right now. Okay, This um, is a question I wanted to ask someone yeah. who had been to that school. So it's nice that you're here. Do you put a lot of pressure on yourself to put like sweet outfits together to go to school every day? Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I assume. Totally. The like yeah. when I first started, like I still remember the like the outfit I wore on my first day it was like inspired by Kourtney Kardashian <laughs> and um like I would always have like my next day outfits laid out like my whole week outfits laid out sometimes even um school was only like three days a week but those three days was like okay you gotta show up with your nice <laughs> outfits and just being in fashion school everyone dressed up too of course so um every day is like everyone had like their new outfits or something like they express themselves through their outfits no one's wearing, um, no one's wearing lululemons <laughs> or sweatpants no like um i was even that person in high school and refused to ever wear sweatpants like i had a backup outfit in my locker in high school just in case <laughs> i was that person um but yeah fashion school was probably like the best time of my life like it was amazing it was such a good experience i was so happy i did it and I got to like intern with a couple like designers, um, got to work in like visual merchandising right after. And I was working at H&M um, at the time. And that's when I first got into social media because there was a boutique right next door. This was in White Rock area. So um, all my like first jobs were in that area. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that area hates me now. <laughs> no. 
But um, so I worked at H&M and Crush Clothing was a boutique next door. And um, I used to go into that boutique to shop all the time. And the owner kind of started like we became like friends because I used to shop there all the time. And she was kind of like an up and coming boutique as well. So she knew I went to fashion school and just asked me one day to like start doing her social media. And this was when social media wasn't really big either. So I was kind of like, what do you want me to do? Like, what's that? <laughs> like, like, I can post on Instagram. I love doing that. And that's how I kind of got started in social media. And I also went to school for journalism and communications. Just finished my degree. That. Cool. Yeah. When, a lot. <laughs> are your parents old school? Because yeah. I, have, I have a couple. Well, I have one Indian friend that is. His parents are like very old school. Yeah. <laughs> so he tells me so some hilarious stories. Yeah. But is education really important? Oh, in, yeah. I think yeah. it's more important to my mom. I would say my mom's a bit more old school. Okay. But like me and my brother have made her cool. <laughs> but definitely she's like more on the old school side, whereas my dad grew up in England. So he's more modern. And he can, I can relate, like, I literally, my dad's my best friend. Like, I tell him everything. So I go to him before anyone. <laughs> um, but growing up, yeah, definitely my mom was more old school, where she thought education was like, it's so important. And to this day, like, she's, she's so proud of me for going to school, for getting a degree where, like, my brother didn't take that <laughs> path. But she's still like, she's like, oh, yeah, you're still going to school. Like, it's still going to happen. Like, she's still... <laughs> forces that upon him but it's like no mom that's not happening now <laughs> but yeah. it's funny because it's just like <clears throat> that i think our two different our generations are so different mm-hmm. in that the internet has happened yeah <laughs> and i don't know you look back in the day and going to school going to a good college was like so important and getting a degree but now it doesn't really mean anything it doesn't I totally it sets you up agree. for like a very entry-level job just like you would if you went out of yep. high school mm-hmm Unless you're getting like an MBA or a grad degree, but then you're or unless or a you become like a doctor or lawyer, then but you're hands spending down, twelve years in school. Yeah, there's so exactly. many, there's a few things that you could do, right? Like that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like it's a great achievement. Saying like, like me now finishing my degree, I like I feel good about it. It's like wow, like I did that. But at the same time, I think skills and experience are way more important than what's on a piece of paper totally not yeah. to mention people graduate with large amount of debt usually right mm-hmm. and so you're starting yeah. in a negative spot right away that's to- a- oh totally like um had my parents not been so supportive as they are i i don't even know if like i if i was like on my own like how would i like i can't imagine going through like school and like having to be in debt after like it's definitely a struggle and it's like insane. I, yeah. I like <laughs> preach like I those students who do who do it without the support of their parents like bow down like like that's amazing. I find that so amazing because those people it's like wow they real they deserve it like they deserve all the best things in life for you to put yourself through school without any support system. I think you said it good. It just kind of puts you a step back. You're yeah. out of school. You have a degree, you're getting an entry level job, but you have like fifty or sixty thousand dollars in debt. Yeah. You're taking years, years and years to pay that off. Yeah. yeah. And you're start yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's difficult. Did you take out student debt? No. My parents helped. Lucky. So lucky. <laughs> so lucky. I'm yeah. I'm from a family of six kids, so as soon as oh I turned goodness. eighteen, <laughs> yeah. It's like 
See you later. Game over. <laughs> Good luck out there. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear about your blog. Kind of like why it started, what was the purpose, what yeah. you like posting about. Um, it started when I was in fashion school. So 2014 is when I started yeah. my blog, right after fashion school, I would say. Um, it started as kind of just like an outlet for me to just post my outfits on and like say where I bought them from and just show like how I styled it. Um, I wasn't so like I wasn't that active back then as I am now. Um, I slowly kind of started getting used to like how to use WordPress back then. And now I'm like I can say that I'm so I'm very comfortable with that. And I post way more than I used to. Um, but my blog is just an outlet for me to kind of share stuff about me, share my outfits is one of the things that I usually like do daily, um, sharing travel diaries, all that. Um, music, I'm starting to do that. I've always loved music. Like yeah. I'm so passionate about music. Um, and I'm starting to like share that on my blog now as well. And that's really, that I feel like people are really interest in that aspect of me too because i've always like been this huge person on tumblr like i back when i used to be on tumblr all the time like music was like my biggest thing and like i had so many followers because of my music so it's like i started just adding that into my blog um but other than that i usually just write about things that come to my mind or like articles that i've written for other um magazine magazines or um newspapers those get published on my blog as well. And then just like fashion trends. So it's like, I would say more than anything, it's more fashion okay. and a bit of travel now. Where do well. you get inspiration from for fashion? Ooh, um, WGSN. It's like the best. It's like <laughs> a fashion Bible. So that account, I when I was working at JCI doing social media for them, I had access to this Bible. And I kid you not, it forecasts trends five years from now. Really? Yeah. So I... Well, sorry, for us naive people that don't know a lot about fashion, as you can tell, <laughs> me wearing my normal outfit of a <laughs> black t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. <laughs> what does WGSN mean? So, I don't know what the Is that like a big for. company? It's a, it's a company. Okay. So it's a fashion website and okay. it shows you fashion trends, interior trends, lifestyle trends, anything that's going on. And, they and make it predictions? shows you, um, it predicts, like, so it's fashion forecasting is you predicting trends from like five years ahead of time, right? Okay. So anything like that is on that website. So people who are in fashion, that's like something you want to subscribe to. It does cost a lot, but that's like your main source to like get ahead of time in fashion. But other than that, like Vogue is what I wake up and check every morning <laughs> and just like going through like other magazines and finding inspiration from that is where i get my inspiration for for my blog and for my outfits as well is it mostly like uh female fashion that you're into yeah okay yeah definitely. so you can't give any recommendations so to carla sorry. i mean like i'll show you that i'll show you WGSN that when we're off and i'll let you know the upcoming trends <laughs> um but yeah women's fashion is where my niche is what are the big things happening in fashion right now? Ooh, that's like, okay. Because so. <laughs> if you asked me about women's fashion, I'd be like, uh... Blouses? <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called? <laughs> um, no, we had uh, a clothing boutique owner on the show. Yeah. From New Ast. 
And she said there was this bear jacket. A teddy bear jacket, remember? Teddy bear jacket. Oh, yeah. That was like, Is that's, that that's still a big thing. I mean, I think that trend was more like October of 2018 is when it started probably makes sense Some, fall time yeah fall that back then and it's still a trend that's going to be going on but spring major trend neon frills those two um mm. i did a whole blog post on this neon? neon is like <laughs> in for spring um yeah i did like a whole blog post on this i'm like blanking out right now <laughs> but neon is like my favorite trend right now as well um sorry i didn't wear any today <laughs> but that's that's something that's being seen in stores everywhere right now you did a blog post on like what's out too sorry you did on a blog post out? on like what's out like don't don't wear this anymore i did i did do one um chokers god no get rid of those guys stop wearing Why chokers were they ever in? i don't know it's like you love the olden days so much that you want to bring back something. Nostalgia, and yeah. yeah, it's like a hit for a while, but then it's like, okay, stop. Like you can't have chokers on like dresses and everything now on shirts. Like stop. I was now. confused by them because I looked at women wearing them and they always looked uncomfortable. And I was more like, is that, is that girl okay? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I even, I wore chokers for a little bit, but then it's like, I think I outgrew really fast after like the after you know the trend is like so popular like okay I need it but it then after it's like popular. all right I'm over this but now when I see chokers I'm just stop let go of that trend. Do you ever help people out on the street and just be like oh my god no but I do <laughs> but I do sometimes like give the look of like oh no just like Carl Lagerfeld would not be happy with you <laughs> yeah. But, anything else that's out? Um, anything that's oh what else is out? Hmm. Are those knee-high boots still in? Okay, like so those. when we're doing boots... I'm not a fan. I was confused by them. It's tricky. Like, when you're doing boots, the height really matters. Like, either you go thigh-high or you do, like, the kind of the ankle booty. Mm-hmm. Go a little bit above the ankle. But when you stop, like, you know, like, halfway the to the between, knee... between, yeah. That's... Yeah, no, I can't. I can't do those, like... <laughs> Cowboy boots are out. Those need to go. Those are out, eh? Yeah. I like country music. I mean, unless you're going to a country festival, then yeah, yeah kudos. You That's wear your country thing. boots, but on the streets, no. I'm going to stagecoach in three weeks. Taking weeks? your country boots with you? No, I don't have any. <laughs> oh, thank God, dude. I was like, do you really have a pair? <laughs> My brother-in-law is like straight country guy yeah. from the island. Lives in a small Bell town, hunts and, and fishes and all that hat. crap. It's so funny. So I could borrow a pair from him, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the western of- belts are in, though. Those, like, cowboy-looking western. For really, eh? Yeah, those are in. Yeah. Like, big buckles. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What do you style those with? I feel like you have to wear jeans with those, no? Yeah, yeah. jeans. Top, you can wear, like, shorts with them. Those belts, you can wear with those ones with anything. You can even, like, do, like, a dress and like have it just wrapped around like how i'm wearing like this baggy sweater dress have it have a big wrapped. buckle wrapped around that yeah huh. do that pull it off <laughs> <It's> <laughs> ideas, <Denny. laughs> he's like oh never thought of that <laughs> must try i'm more just thinking from her perspective right now she's like why are these two yeah do you want to like buy some presents for some girls or something that you're asking never know <laughs> maybe <laughs> is sam our age yeah, 27. Oh, she's 27. I was going to say she's turning 30 this year. Carl just turned 30. 
Congratulations. Big 3-0, thank, thank you. Dirty 30. <laughs> His awesome girlfriend threw a pretty cool surprise party for him. Good. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Where? It was a tavern on Edmonds? What was it? The, it's a pub, on, the yeah, pub? pub in Burnaby. I can't yeah. remember the name. It was awesome. That's Very so good turnout. Car- <laughs> Carla, Carla and I went to high school together. So we um, like know all the same people. It was fun. Have you guys been like friends since like grade eight? No. Or like childhood We friends? took a break. Yeah. We played basketball together and I was very, I was a very angry basketball player. <laughs> <laughs> I was very hard on people. Yeah. <laughs> I took it way too seriously. That's so funny. <laughs> no, I don't know. We just kind of reconnected in the last year. I left, I left for school, so I went to UVic after too, so Me too. Yeah. I was gone for a bit. Yeah. That's right. I forgot you went to yeah. UVic. No one, no one remembers. Are there, are there really bunnies on that campus? There used to be. So like the first semester I was there, they were everywhere. Yeah. Bunnies mm-hmm. everywhere. And then the second year, we just go back, nothing. They like took Where'd away they all the bunnies. Oh, they took them away? Yeah. Apparently, they took them to a ranch in Texas, but <laughs> I don't think so. Is it really um, like party school? I've yeah. heard a lot about yeah. Uvic being like yeah. the party, it was lots of ultimate fun. party school. Because mm-hmm. so everyone lives on campus, right? It's just a, such a small place, so everyone's yeah. really close. Yeah. So you just pick random houses on weekends and just go That's nuts. That's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see Carl party. I've never seen him really, really party. <laughs> Invite me to parties then, man. All right. Bring some more wine. <laughs> uh, Instagram. Yes. I want to attack this from a couple different angles like personal and then professional wise okay personal wise mm-hmm. how much time do you spend on instagram way too much screen time <laughs> like i i'm waiting for the day i get glasses like good <laughs> but yeah a lot of screen time it's honestly it's kind of like that's like the disadvantage of it the amount of screen just- time you spend because i am always on social media whether that's personal or for work or for work yeah but yeah like i would say throughout the day like from the minute i wake up check my instagram to the minute i go to sleep i'm on social media for work or personal and the only time i take a break is when i'm at the gym that's a long time it's a very long time what are you up to it's, in there? it's <laughs> i know I'm like, what are you, honestly like it depends because like sometimes like I can be editing content for the week for a long time. So that can take up to a couple hours. Editing up one post can take sometimes 30 minutes if I'm trying to be creative with it make it into like a collage post can take up to two hours because I'm very like I'm trying to make it so perfect that I end up spending way too much time than I need to on it. <laughs> and sometimes I don't even go with the edit I took like wasted like two hours on and go with like the 15 minute one. But just like having like creating all those posts and planning out my feed for the week or for the day, that's where like I that's time consuming. And then on my blog, writing a blog post that that can take like from anywhere from like half an hour to like even two hours sometimes. So doing that and then I have work and keeping up with like my work, social media, making sure those posts are made and edited and just preparing like marketing strategies for that it's like i'm always on social media so where what do you use to edit um i use afterlight and you know what that is afterlight yeah <laughs> Carl After- knows <laughs> afterlight and visco i think are my two main apps that i use um sometimes i'll use facetune to like detail 
some parts like where make like my eyes pop if I need to on a selfie (laughs) or um just like smooth things out um but Afterlight and Visco, those are the two I mainly use. And you guys use this software when you were at uh, John Casablanca? <laughs> this... uh, I used to use the same. Yeah, I same used, stuff. Yeah, I never really used like Photoshop or Adobe, like the online Lightroom or anything. Right. I I do know how to use them, but I kind of prefer editing photos <laughs> where they're not too edited. So I keep them like I use the same kind of filter for all my posts. Um. But I try not to like edit photos where it's like, whoa, you can really tell that photo is edited. I like keeping them a bit natural. Cool. Yeah. You have a section on your blog of tips for people on social media. I do. What are some tips that... Oh my God. Being consistent with your social media is like the biggest thing. Consistent in terms of like appearance of the posts? Yeah. So always like... So it depends. If you're someone who's trying to make it as like either a blogger, like you really want to be heard through social media consistency is what is it's key that's what will get you those likes and that engagement so posting every day is like crucial however the main thing i will stress is to choose quality over quantity and that's so important and that's something i learned over the years as well where it's like posting anything and everything isn't going to help grow your engagement if you're posting things, quality posts rather than just filler posts, that's what's going to help you grow. So it, you just have to be like, if you're a food blogger, you're going to be posting food. You can't just have like all of a sudden post of like you out at the bar, right? So it's like, that's something like I used to tell my students when I was working at John Casablanca's through our workshops, like make sure your social media is if you're having a business social media, make sure it's strictly business. Make sure you follow a theme for your social media. Um, post quality over quantity. Um, keep like, like have your bio set, have it like a business page if you're a business. Like there's so many tips and tricks like that I made into a blog post for, um, for those students like to help them. And I put it on my personal blog because I feel like that's what a lot of people sometimes need to hear that posting quality over quantity is the biggest thing in social media. So you think you need to stick with a theme the whole way through your page? Not necessarily. Okay. You don't have to. Um, There's people who post whatever and like anything that are doing well, Um, but they're doing well because they're probably on video. They're making video posts more than like they care about their feed. But if you're a blogger, then definitely those people who have like, you know, their aesthetics are down, like they have the perfect like brown feed or the black and white feed, like those people might do better than people who are kind of just posting like a picture of a dog one day, a picture of a house one day, and then you're posting your kids. And then it's like, all these posts are kind of like mixed up and you just don't know what the person, like what's their theme? What's, what are they like, what's their niche? What are they kind of like getting at with social media? Um, those people might have a harder time gaining engagement. So I guess, yeah. Yeah. I guess if you don't have a theme, why are people following you? Probably just because they know you personally, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I don't necessarily believe like you have to have that like perfect black and white feed or the perfect like bright feed. I feel like if you're genuine with your Instagram and you're showing your personality or making videos, you can gain engagement engagement that way as well. It doesn't necessarily have like you don't necessarily have to have 
that perfect feed for you to like get engagement. And I feel like these days, a lot of people get trapped in that mindset. Like I know I did where I thought like, okay, like this picture doesn't flow with that picture, so I can't post it. But then it's like, why is that holding me back? It's a good picture, like just post it. So now I don't really think in that set, like mindset of like, this picture doesn't flow with that one, so I'm not posting it. Now it's I'm getting more into like posting more than I would, but I'm posting like my thing is still a theme. So it's like, you can tell like all my posts are still like either fashion related or like mainly fashion related. <laughs> yeah. Or travel. Yeah, or travel. You had a Sometimes hilarious... <laughs> I may as well bring this up now. You had a hilarious video from uh, your Hawaii trip recently. When did you go to Hawaii? I went January. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Gary? He's the personal trainer. That's Gary it. is fucking hilarious. Gary is, yeah, he, his challenges. I mean, a lot, I got a lot of feedback from that. People are like, how did he do two challenges in one day? Why did day? he do them two? He did them the same day? Oh, I thought it was back to back days. No, so, well, one was like, so it was his birthday day. So at midnight, he did the pancake challenge. <laughs> And you should have seen the plate of pancakes. Dude, yeah. It was huge. It was huge. It, it was, was five, five pounds. Five pounds, right? not fifteen. What? Yeah. Five it was like pounds. This big of pancakes. It was huge. And then, like, did he even get close? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he probably got like I would say almost quarter way. Only a quarter. Like maybe I don't know. It was, it's a lot. Like That's he was just like, I feel so disgusting. This is not happening. <laughs> Um, but it was his birthday and he really wanted to like have that experience of doing a food challenge. So I think it was really, it was really fun witnessing it. And I think it was exciting for him to just say like he did a food challenge and we thought it was going to be the last one he did, but the next day or not the next day. So in the afternoon of the same day, (laughs) we went parasailing and then we went to this cheeseburger restaurant, um, and they had a cheeseburger challenge, (laughs) which seemed pretty easy to do like i thought he was going to be able to do it like this one he you basically thought he was gonna be able to do oh it? no he like basically did it it was just kind of like the bowl with like the jalapenos that was left over the most spicy part of the entire meal was left over the only thing is you have 20 minutes to finish it so if he had 40 minutes oh, he totally okay. could have done it the th- you should have seen the size of this thing it was like this it was like huge <laughs> for the burger it was yeah. that big wow yeah the burger was like yeah how many pretty big. patties were in there Oh, probably like 15, 12 to 15. <laughs> like I'm Central, man. Holy I don't know. It was, it was, yeah, it was bad. We did both in the same 24 hours. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. So I do have like, so we're going to um, Palm Springs and San Diego. We leave on Saturday. Palm Springs is my favorite place in the world. Oh my God, I'm so been? excited. No, it's going to be my first time. I go to California all the time, but Palm Springs I haven't done or San Diego. So that's like, I'm so excited for that. Do you know where you're staying? What part of the city? Um, no, I don't know. They, my cousin's like, they booked the trip. I just know I'm going to stay and I'm going to be there. But, um, that's, I'm usually there like once or twice a year. Yeah, it's like nice. a golfing paradise. Oh my goodness. You like golf? Yeah. There's like 110 golf courses with a 45 minute drive. 110? Wow. 110. Wow. Paradise for golfers. Yeah, it's nuts. But also so much, so much good food. Yeah. Some great restaurants. Crazy shopping. Yeah, we're going to this one restaurant where um, Marilyn Monroe and Frank Sinatra used to go to. So I can't remember what it's called. It's supposed to be like this, like jazz Mm -hmm. restaurant. Pretty cool. So I'm excited for that. There's a street called El Paseo. It is just like high end shopping all the way down the street. So excited for that. 
that's like i'm just gonna be like probably window shopping but i'm still excited <laughs> for it um yeah i love i love california i love the vibe there have you been to san diego no okay first time. i went for the first time in november we went we played like a really famous golf course yeah the city is hilarious but the it's it's like a really cool city lots of good food again um pretty good nightlife the best part about the city was those uh scooters man so they have oh like God. you know the moby bikes in vancouver mm-hmm. that you just like have an app on your phone yeah. and you rent a bike they have motorized scooters that go like 20 miles an hour <laughs> so you're Wait, like are those what are they called uh, there, I saw like one company so many... called Bird. Yeah, Bird. There's that's one the called, ones I saw in uh, LA. Citrus or something like that. I don't know. It's Bird. A green that's one. a popular one. I saw so many like bloggers and like people when I was in um, Santa Monica. Like, yeah, everyone. There was like a bird everywhere. It's like, do you just like pick it up and just take it? Like, yeah. how does that work? Can you just scan the barcode or yeah. the QR code on the. But it's like, is there go. like a place you have to leave it or do you just leave it anywhere? Because it seemed like they just left it anywhere. Anywhere. And then that's there's like insane. a GPS so you can find it after? Is yeah. That- so we what? saw people at night. Yeah. And I guess it's just like Uber. Like you could, anyone can be a driver for this bird company. Oh. And you just go, you have a GPS on your phone. You go pick up the scooters and put them back in like the hub areas. So there's people at uh, like 2 a.m. doing gotcha. this. That's wow. hilarious. People That's are driving by so with like funny. 14 scooters in their backseat sticking out of Corollas and stuff. <laughs> oh it's my God. honestly, it's hilarious. I want to do that. I want to take a bird out. <laughs> you got to take the birds out in San, in San yeah. Diego. We... <laughs> One of the one of the cab drivers told us we were idiots because we took these scooters from downtown to Pacific Beach, which was like a fifteen to twenty minute drive. Yeah, but it took us an hour and twenty five minutes on these scooters. Oh my goodness! <laughs> is there like, what? A, is there like a gauge for your battery and stuff? Yeah, we had to switch scooters halfway through because oh the batteries God. ran out. That's so hilarious. Where, so where, like, how did how do you charge it? You just like you just leave, leave it. Them. <laughs> yeah, see, I was like, what? Walk away. So interesting. That's so interesting. But apparently, you're not supposed to take them on main highways. Yeah, I can see why. <laughs> yeah, but they are dangerous. Like after a few drinks, oh my getting god, one of yeah, these things at one AM, going 20 miles an hour, home, I would be falling. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's um, yeah, I told Gary that he has to do another food challenge because my fans will love it. <laughs> I don't think he's gonna agree to it, but I'm gonna force him to do it. I'm gonna tell him I came on the podcast and I told told them that you're doing another food challenge tell gary i challenge him to do another food challenge let him know i will i will totally let him know it's so fun. Like, like i wish i could do it but i mean like i like yeah no that's not gonna happen <laughs> like if, if there's like a pizza challenge maybe but it's like yeah i get to the third slice and i'm like okay i'm done <laughs> oh my god i'm looking forward to uh this palm springs food challenge i don't know what places to go there for food challenges but there's some really good mexican places oh Mexican food. That's like, like Mexican my food? favorite. That'd yeah. be a good one. Even just make up your own Mexican food challenge. Yeah. Like, burrito you gotta or eat 45 yeah. tacos. Oh something. I don't know. Just make it up. Do like a spicy hot wing challenge. I'll tell him to. Ooh. I can't do spicy. There's a podcast on that. Yeah. The hot ones. Is it right? called Hot Ones? Hot Ones? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That's a funny podcast. Have you listened to that? That would be really cool. You guys should just do that for one of your podcasts. Just have someone who can eat hot wings. We will do I that. I can't do that. There's like, there's like, I don't know, six or eight yeah, or ten. The, the host is Sean, right? Or Sean something? I've only listened to a couple. Remember. I can't remember his name. I, Gary V was on it, so I listened yeah. to that one. Mm-hmm. Right. And each one is like hotter as you go yeah. through. Yeah. Dude, one of my buddies bought one of the sauces from that show. It was the third hottest sauce, the bomb. And he just gave, he put it on a bunch of chick, like a chicken piece and I had it. It was insane. Oh my It was God. crazy. I like just chugging milk and just like crying and just like, oh, it was wild. See, I can't do spices 
at all. What? Like I know I'm Indian. Everyone gives <laughs> everyone gives me that look. They're like, "What?" I so what literally, do you eat? yeah, anything sweet. <laughs> I cannot do spices for the life of me. I get it from my dad, British. That's where I get it from. There's no spicy food in my house. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because anytime I go to an Indian restaurant and they're like, "How spicy do you want the butter chicken or something?" You're like, you're like mild. Yeah. But I always feel like they're laughing at me. You know? Yeah. Like, oh, another white guy's order. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the person that would cry if I had that wing, if I did the wing challenge. Be you sent to the Bobby hospital. Wing? Oh no. my goodness. From wings? You have to like sign a waiver for I know, that, I right? I had one. <gasps> you know how many Scovilles it is or the units of measurement? I don't. No? <laughs> I know that's the unit of measurement, but I don't know what the number is. It's not real though. Like it's like a chemical that they put on it to make it spicier. Really? What? It's not like an actual pepper. They like mix pepper with a chemical. Oh. How huh. bad was that? It was insane. Were you crying? No, I didn't cry. Are you sweating? <laughs> One of my friends went to the bathroom <laughs> after, though, and yeah. that is a bad idea because then the sauce on your yeah, fingers is awful around your junk and it's not pleasant. How long? How many minutes was it hot for? Oh, the night. The night, eh? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. And I only had one. I had one way. <laughs> you should do that to yourself. <laughs> Just to say I did it. Just to say Just I could do it. Yeah. Alex had oh. three. Really? Yeah. Eh? Wow. <laughs> It's an iron stomach, man. <laughs> I don't think he was feeling too good the next day. Back to social. Yes. Give us tips on how to improve engagement. How, how about improving following? So, I know they kind of go hand in hand, but mm-hmm. there's other it's, like, it's kind tricks. Of, kind yeah, of. it's kind of hand in hand, but mainly what I do when I work for like social media companies or for myself is engaging with other people in the same kind of field as you. So mm. I'll reach out to bloggers and either ask them to collaborate or, um, hey, follow me, I'll follow you back, love your feed, kind of like copy and paste, love your feed onto so many people's accounts and just like, you know, have that pasted everywhere. And the more you comment on other people, the more they come to your feed. So you're getting profile visits from doing that. And eventually like that's a way to build followers. So just like following people in the same industry as you and most of the time, like out of like 10 people you message to either collaborate or check out your feed, at least I would say six will be like, yes. That out high? Of, yeah, six will say really? yes, but out of that four will follow you, maybe three. So that six. So out of the 40%, six, 30%? they will either maybe leave a heart comment or something like that. Um, and then out of those six, so you might get like three followers from that. But the hard thing is, having those followers stick yeah so i've noticed like there's a lot of people who follow you then they unfollow you right away um i don't do that like i feel like i just don't get why people do that but i if i like someone's feed i'll just follow them um but is it just so that the person who you follow sees your name in their in their little section saying this person just followed you and then I you would so. click follow back and then yeah. they'll unfollow you. <laughs> basically i don't know why people unfollow but like i think it's just like they like a lot of people follow you because then they know you'll follow them back and then after a certain Mm. time it's like okay i can unfollow and be sneaky but it's like little do they know i have an app that shows me if you unfollow me (laughs) so i'm creeping you (laughs) um what is that app called yeah i didn't know that existed i knew it existed i just have never used it because i really don't care yeah um it's it's a third party app right it's It's like instagram analytics or something like that um followers or something like that yeah so it shows you it just shows you your kind of like insights and your engagement throughout like your posts 
which Instagram now does itself. So I never really use it for that. But like I use it for it to show me who's unfollowed me, if anything, or who like any new followers I've gained throughout the week. And it just shows me those numbers. Um, I rarely check it now. Yeah, Yeah. like I just I think I just like stopped caring. But that was something like I used to use all the time because I was like, oh my God, like they unfollowed me. I have to unfollow them (laughs) right away now too, right? But now it's like I don't really pay attention that anymore but i just still have that app just to see like have like who's unfollowing like why am i getting unfollowers sometimes and just like to check in sites on posts are you dming people or are you commenting mm-hmm. on photos deep both. both yeah both help both definitely help dm is sometimes hard because most people like you can't really see their dms if they're not following you so that's tricky um leaving a post and like spamming their account with posts on every picture will get you that like follow for sometimes so um it's it's a lot to do with comment it's a lot to do with like just being actively commenting on people's posts so i have a couple blogger friends that we've been following each other for a while and every time they post a picture like i'll comment every time i post a picture they always comment so now you get in the habit of like always giving them feedback on their posts they do the same for you and now i'm like noticing like i've built that relationship with so many bloggers and that's how i get some of my comments from them and people who are like really like who people who like really want to make it i know this one girl who i see her comment on like everyone every page every page i follow so it's like that one girl i see her comment on all these bloggers pages but it works for her because she's getting like over 200 comments back on her page because she's commenting on over like 500 people's posts but that's where instagram gets time yeah so that's why like i can be on instagram like 24 7 because of little things like that building your brand it's definitely difficult it isn't easy and just like having that time to like spending that time engaging it's it's a lot what's the goal with your brand I think I do want to take it full time. Yeah. I've I've always wanted to take it full time. I think it's hard for me like to like be that blogger that quit her 9 to 5 job and just like start blogging right away because I love my job. Like I love doing social media. Mm-hmm. Like it's something that I love doing and I think I'll continue still doing. So, I think I try to make it work with being part-time blogger and being like a part-time like worker for a social media company. Um so my goal is to just keep just to be able to work and to be able to blog to show like people like you don't necessarily have to quit your nine to five job or well not even nine to five like quit your part other part-time job you can do both like you there is a way to do both and i'm noticing like now um like my job is awesome where i get to kind of make my own hours so i get to like spend whichever time I want to spend at work. And then I get to also work on my personal blog. So I see that I do have like a lot of time that I can spend on doing both. It's just now editing the content afterwards is where it gets like super time consuming. So yeah, I think my goal is just to keep, keep posting. Do your parents have Instagram? No, they don't. My mom like wants it. And I'm just like, mom, like you're not that great on Facebook yet. <laughs> I started I set up my mom with a Instagram account. My dad doesn't even know what the word Instagram means. Oh yeah, that's like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> and so every time I see my mom, I'll just take a selfie of us and put it on her yeah. page. And so all her pages is just like six or seven selfies of me and her. 
Oh my god, did she know that you're on oh, her yeah, page? She knows. Oh, okay. Because she'll go on Instagram now and like look at my photos and stuff. Yeah. But she'll never post. She won't post anything. That's so funny. And so I'll send her random messages like every couple of weeks, being like, "Mom, you you gotta pick up your story game." Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "I don't oh, know what that means." That's I had so this funny. conversation with her when I set it up, like I don't know, a few months ago. Yeah. <laughs> And I sent her a comment like that. You got to pick up your story game or like, I haven't seen a post from you in a while. Are you, are you doing okay? Kind of thing. <laughs> and she's like, I'm still trying to figure out how to like a photo. Oh, <laughs> and so just I, double tap mom. I Google like how to like a photo on Instagram and send her the article. Oh my God. <laughs> and she's, so like, oh. she's like, all you need to do is click the heart. I can do that. <laughs> oh no, I love that. I love that. Yeah. My mom still like comments like the wrong things on Facebook, like where she doesn't know she's commenting. So I'm just like, you know what? We're not at the level of Instagram yet we'll get there my mom was away recently and uh she sent me a photo of like a view and she's like you're not the only one that gets good views because i hike a lot and take photos of views and send them to you and i'm like mom you got to turn it around and take a selfie in front of the view she's like no i'm not at that point yet (laughs) that's so funny oh my goodness okay i want to end with yeah you giving me some advice on my instagram account Do it. Okay. Let's so bring if you haven't up looked at it, I'll give you like 30 seconds to look at it. If you don't follow me, I can just give you my phone. I'm not just, no, I'm not just begging I you for a follower. <laughs> In the meantime. Unfollow later. Just no, I say that. <laughs> I'm downloading Webbed. that app just to see if, if you do. That's a good app, man. I didn't know that existed. I knew it existed. I just have never. Because so much people... more time. Right? right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I already spent too much time on Instagram. <laughs> sock pick <laughs> every friday i post a photo of socks that is so it's a funky sock friday and what was your monday thing motivation what's the hashtag motivation monday oh here's a question do hashtags work anymore Ooh. okay so tricky you gotta just know the right hashtags to use if you're using a hashtag like otd those hashtags have over millions of posts crazy so yeah. you're so your posts are going to get lost it's, it's literally a puzzle to find your post in that mm. um where if you use OOTD Vancouver, that has prob- that might have like 6,000 hits maybe, depending on the day time. So those hashtags would work better than other hashtags. Um, so the goal is to use do smaller hashtags? I, yeah, I prefer using smaller hashtags or hashtags where like within like your industry. So like if you're like, say, doing fashion, then find which hashtags are growing in fashion and use those ones and the mm. way i search which hash- hashtags are trending or growing is just google them like hashtags of today and then it'll like just show you on like google apps um i can't remember i have an app for it too um but on google there's like what you can search is hashtags that are popular today and it'll show you like a whole list of what's working at this time and now is that on mm. google trends is that what it is? i believe i believe so you can find it on google trends um i just you can just type it into google you'll find the link right away um but i would smaller hashtags definitely work better and hashtagging in within like your little industry that you're working in that works and just being aware of which hashtags are shadow banned and which aren't so by that i mean yeah i don't know some yeah so some hashtags no longer work so i know like if like i know there's one where it's like style daily or something the instagram just stopped like showing that hashtag yeah. or they if they reach a certain level of i think posts they like there's no way to find your post so what i usually do is like i have my 30 kind of hashtags just written out in my notes copy and paste that and then i'll click the hashtag 
if your post shows up like um on the top feed that's when you know like okay you're you're good with that hashtag that's fine um other than that use google trends to just see which hashtags are working and use smaller hashtags like outfit like outfit of the day your post is just going to get lost in that and if you go to top like that hashtag will only show like the big bloggers post because they're going to have like the 10,000 likes so it's like you just like starting out with 100 likes or something your post is going to be like long gone in that feed Hmm. smaller hashtags use local ones vancouver ones yeah Yeah. definitely use vancouver ones that's those ones are the ones that i usually use but tagging brands in your photos is better than hashtags so you have an option of that works for me with beer so i really like craft beer yeah and i've had a few like owners of craft beer breweries on the podcast and just from like chatting about craft beer and (laughs) like i'll post maybe like once a week a review of like what i think about this new beer and now breweries are like reaching out to me and being like hey try this beer and review it <laughs> which is yeah, cool right that's awesome so that yeah that makes a lot of sense but i yeah. didn't even think about that um and even like you so you can take up to like 20 accounts on your photo so take like daily high vancouver because they get a lot of takes so people from vancouver are going to see what the, that account's been tagged in and they'll mm-hmm. see your um post there um any other vancouver local accounts so like say for your beer picture, you don't necessarily have to take beer companies. You can take Vancouver companies, take Dished Vancouver, which shows like food and all that. Um, take influencers you follow. It'll show up on their feed. Um, just take anyone who's probably growing even because then they see your pic- pictures and people who are following them who are interested in their feed will look at their take photos and see your photo under there. Interesting. Yeah, so I, I think... think- that's Those? my favorite point of tonight, girl. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that is very that useful. That helps more than hashtags for sure. Like I've tagged, like I take Van City Vogue, Daily Hive, Curiosity Vancouver in like all my pictures. And um, even like the brands that I'm wearing, I'll take them. And just like anything like about like there's bloggers of Canada, I'll take them. And I notice like they repost my pictures sometimes. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, those are actually working. So definitely take other people in your posts. But yeah, that's like the best way to get exposure eh? when other brands for sure reuse your photos. Yeah, definitely. So, uh oh, this could be time. harsh. <clears throat> be very honest. <clears throat> okay, I started using Instagram very seriously like a year ago. So, I feel like it's a little all over the place. <laughs> Thank you. I agree. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be totally be honest. Like, be super I'm, honest. yeah, totally. That's almost what I'm going for, though. The kind of like messy feed? Yes. Okay, so, so there's... Yeah. Let me give you some context and then you okay. can give me your honest feedback. I really despise people that only post photos of houses and like mm. real realtors. Mm-hmm. I want to be Denny Dumas, <clears throat> who is a realtor. So yeah. like one every like seven or eight posts will be anything real estate related. It'll be more like fitness, hiking, beer, like stuff that I like. Okay. That can be a bad thing. You can tell no, me no, if that's no. a bad thing. I, I like that. <clears throat> what I would do with that would be like maybe have like all your middle posts be something like real estate related. The side can be all socks related. The side can be like your fun beer going out related. So it's like, boom, like when they're looking at something like it's like, oh, cool socks on this side, real estate on this side, your other part of you on the side, right? Something like that. Or have it like in a little zigzag format. So either way, it's like, 
just takes a lot of thought in finding that out. It does, <clears throat> but that's why I have this app called UNUM. And I use this, I'm going to show you this right now, to plan out my feed. So it's like when before I post a picture, I can literally move the picture around to see where it fits better with my feed. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's U-N-U-M? Yeah, U-N-U-M. So That's really cool. if I have like 10 pictures ready to post within the week, I will use this app to see like, okay, which one looks better? And this helps you. And it shows you your feed at the bottom too. So it, like here you're planning it and this is like my feed so far. That's what you post so already. So I use that to help me. And I've like recommended this app to a lot of people and they like love it. And they said they use it all the time because it help. It kind of gives you like, okay, it, it keeps you away from like a super messy feed. But even if you don't like care how you pose, it still allows you to kind of have a little bit of like if you want to go into zigzag formation or if you want to have it like where it's like the socks in one picture or whatever. Um, it allows you to like see your feed before you actually post something. So that's that's one thing. Um, I love it's highlight weird. covers. <clears throat> that's like one thing I really love when brands have that. Um, so the little, these you, little covers. <clears throat> Again, for me, <clears throat> I don't want to be that produced. Mm -hmm, that which is sense. totally okay. I've, like I've, people do well without having those. So... What I would just do with the with your account is delete it. <laughs> Deactivate it. Never use it again. Thanks, <laughs> Take Carl. over your mom's Sorry, account. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would I would keep doing what you're doing, and maybe just like use your highlights more to showcase some of the things about you. Like have your like socks on like one of the highlights, so people see that every Friday you post a sock. Keep it on your highlights. Because I think, I think that's really cool. But I can't tell you to do that because I see one sock and then I don't see a sock until like way later. Mm -hmm. If you have it up here, it's like, oh, he does that every Friday. Stay tuned for my next sock game. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So you yeah. think one, let's say the left section and it doesn't can even, all be random yeah. if, the other two are, if the other two are aligned? Yeah. And like you can do it where it's like all real estate stuff is literally like work stuff podcasts and like anything can be on this side anything find socks switch from like beer whatever can be on one side that helps too so it's like people see like because like i get it like you don't care to post I guess like it's that more that it's more about a like, lot of things that i like mm -hmm. like like you said podcast real estate fitness beer like there's a lot of things yeah and use that app unum to plan it how you're going to post it and like you can even like all your podcasts that you post can have like a border around it even to separate those from like anything else so it's like you see like a black border and you know automatically that's a podcast post something like that because then people looking for specific things don't have to go through all the other stuff right exactly yeah exactly that makes sense yeah but is that common though sorry like do you think a lot of people visit profile and scroll through yeah and like, I hate to say it, but people visit profiles and they want to see, like, a little theme to it. They want to see, like, the, like they're going to judge you based on your first grid, for sure. And if they see, like, a grid where it's, like, maybe, like, I don't know, like, just a super messy grid, they might be, like, I have no idea what this person does. But if you, like, even have it on your highlights, like, if your highlights are 
maybe like consistent or like have a little post on like different colors maybe on your highlights so like blue for socks or something like that then it's like okay so what are the, what's going on here let's click this who cares about the feed right now do you think highlight covers are important they're not important where do you do those so i made mine on canva canva is like an amazing app to like we've it's we've a talked about it before. We have? Yeah, Brad, Brad told us about it. Uh. Canva is where I make mine. Um, I could totally make them for you guys if you want me to. <laughs> but that's where I If that's an I offer, the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if that's just being nice, I understand too. <laughs> um, yeah, Canva I use a lot. And look, I know a lot of companies use Canva too. It's like a crucial app to have. You can make flyers, posters, business cards, anything on there. And it's super easy to learn. It's like really easy to navigate through it. Carl, do you want a project? <laughs> yeah, let's Homework. go. <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Thanks for coming out. Did we ask Carl the one question? Oh, you get to pick the question today. Oh, God. oh no. <laughs> What's it going to okay. be? Hmm. You don't have to critique Carl's feed because he doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... Like your all-time favorite book and movie series. That's so easy for me. Harry Potter, 100%. Harry Potter, 100% for me, it's too. It's not even close. It's like... My PVR is 54% always. full. And oh it's because I have all eight Harry Potters on there. Yeah, Harry Potter's my hands-down Harry Potter. I heard me they too. were coming to Netflix. Yeah, they did. Wait, what? Are they all there? No, like not a, all of them. Oh. Not, they didn't put the first four up. See? Yeah. I got them. My on DVD? <laughs> on your Netflix? What? On my PVR. Oh. Box they've been, there. they've been there for like four years. I so saw them funny. on uh, Discovery Channel or something one day. Right. Just like nine tapings, eight tapings in a row. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Harry Potter for me too. It's love, the best. love Harry Potter. I thought you weren't love a fantasy guy though. So that's like the, your one exception? <laughs> what? Like you don't like like Star Wars, like fantasy kind of things? See, I don't like Star um, Wars either, but I love Harry mm -mm. Potter, love Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but Star weird. Wars is the one thing I just never got into. Star Wars and Lord of the Rings are for me. One, I liked one, Lord of the Rings when I was a kid. But yeah. It's just like, it's slow moving. The books were, did you read the books? No, I didn't read the books they for Lord of the Rings. They were a challenge. Yeah. Like the I, English is I started different. it and then I think I gave, just gave up and me I, read, I watched the I read the, the first movies. one, I couldn't keep going. Where's Harry Potter? Like I'm rereading so them right easy. now. It's so I, easy to read. I'm not. I'm not going to exaggerate. I've probably seen each movie an average of like eleven or twelve times for Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, I've seen them way more. Way more. Way hey? way more than Good that. For you. Way more. Like it's insane. Like I, my first tattoo was always because of like Snape and Lily. Like <laughs> okay. I'm. Which fan. movies are you guys favorite? <laughs> There's eight of them, right? There's eight. Which one is your That's favorite? That's an impossible question <laughs> That's to answer. Such a, yeah, I can. I can name good and bad things about all of them. I know. I can. <laughs> like, I know. I think, like, when I first got into the series, I used to always go back to Prisoner of Azkaban. That I was so much like, so different than all the other ones, right? Yeah, I think that was, like, the one. But Deathly Hollows Part 1 is one of my favorite ones just because of the scene of Harry and Hermione in the tent just, like, slow dancing in that one seat. Like, it brings me pure happiness. Like, I just it love that It also scene. made me quite angry how mad Ron was in that I, movie, though. I know. Because I'm, yeah. I'm the guy that's yelling at the TV, what the fuck are you doing, Ron? <laughs> yeah. You're trying to kill Voldemort. Don't be selfish. I know. I know. Half-Blood Prince, I, I think, was my favorite. See, like, I, I'm just going to be like, oh, yes, yeah. to that one and everyone. Book-wise, I think so. Mm. That's probably one of the better ones. I think the fourth book, Goblet of Fire, Goblet? was phenomenal 
Yeah. Yeah. The movie, the I've just seen one. the movie so many times, so it's not my favorite movie anymore because I've, I've probably seen that one like 25 times. <laughs> Deathly Hollows is a ridiculously good book, too. So good. I can't, like, yeah, Deathly Hollows part one <laughs> might be like my favorite movie. I, I can't even choose. One of my, uh, <laughs> like one of my best friends is also a Harry Potter nerd. Love it. And so there, <laughs> there's been numerous times in the last five years where we'll just get together, pick up like a 12 pack of beer and go watch Harry Potter movies together. That is the best. <laughs> I know. So they're doing a Harry Potter trivia night at Tap House Guilford on oh. April 22nd. I got the invite today and I attend. I am attending. <laughs> <laughs> just letting you guys know. Hope to see you there. <laughs> is it um, teams? Um, I, I'm not sure. I think you can just go and like find a table to sit with and just mm. like a regular what day is get it? drunk. I'm actually quite trivia. interested. What day? Yeah. Um, April 22nd, I think. Yeah. 22nd, Monday. If that's a Monday. <laughs> Write it down. I'm I hope to see you there. And I'm going to go against you. Okay, fine. And I'm going to be on. Because I have two friends that are really nerdy too. Oh, I have like me and my like cousin, we're like ultimate nerds. <laughs> I have like a younger cousin, but he's not of age. <laughs> but he is like a complete nerd as well. Like Harry Potter's a family thing. It definitely is. Where is it? Tap House? Yeah, Guilford. 6 or 7 p.m. Carl, you can't come. You don't Sharp. know enough about Harry Potter. <laughs> That's he's okay. Come for the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's a pretty good way to end. No, that was it good. Is. Wait, In- we need to hear from Carl's oh, yeah. What's your What was the question? I guess Favorite from, book or ooh, movie series? I guess for movies, it'd be like Star Wars or Lord of the Rings. I love that mm-hmm. stuff. But for books, I don't know. Like you said, Lord of the Rings is good, but it's like super hard to so read. Not old them English. All? No. Yeah. I've, I've tried like everyone else, See, but it's tough. Yeah. I know so many fans who like are huge fans, but they couldn't get through the books. And yeah. I'm like, I understand that. I understand that. With the movies are fire. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You've never seen them? Or? No, I've seen them all a few times. But I love Lord of the Rings. It's just, I, they're I find slow it... moving. Why? Really? Yeah. I There's see, too many uh, yeah. scenes where they're just walking across meadows and it could be like a three second clip, but it's like a 45 second clip and you're like, okay, we mm-hmm. understand. There's flowers there. Let's, like, let's, let's <laughs> you don't like, like slow burning I'm, talking shows, eh? Like, I'm just like, where the fuck is Gandalf? Magic! Bring him oh. back. Yeah. You know, I really like the Hobbit series too. Hobbit, yeah, Hobbit was good. I, I didn't really watch like that one. Those. Oh. The, bo- the books were way better. See, I didn't read the, the books. Film. No. Did you see? Uh, is it Cursed Child? What's oh yeah, the book. Yeah. yeah. Did you like I, it? I loved it. I liked it. It's different. It's so different. Yeah. Even like her writing, I feel like it was because it, it's a play, so yeah. it's go- going to be different. But I still enjoyed it. Read in like one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> Love J.K. Rowling. It wasn't as good Dude, as the books. books. The Game of Thrones series. Oh my For goodness. Sure. Do you watch I Game haven't of read the books, yeah. but I literally just been watched the entire series in the last <laughs> month and a half. Where do you watch it? Because I have not seen one episode, but I've been told I what? need to watch it. I Googled it and the link that came up was like putlocker.vip, something like that. Yeah, putlocker.vip, Game of Thrones, type that into Google. That's where I watched the entire series. New season and in two weeks? Yeah. Is it? I am what season is it? beyond excited. Nine? Yeah, I think it's the final it's season, yeah. Oh my God, who are your top three favorite? characters i feel like i'm doing the interview now i've perfect. just taken over um probably uh, john snow right up there Tyrion's up there for sure ah uh, for my third guy i don't know that's t- there's so many good characters so that's why many. it's such a good show so many. and they all die out and like new ones are brought in right it changes so yeah. much you john don't know anything Snow's- about it eh i know zero things about oh it oh my goodness <laughs> You need to get on it. Have you watched any Harry Potter? 
I've, yeah, I've seen everything. Yeah, I've seen yeah. it all. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just I was gonna to make it? a I was gonna make a reference of who I think you would be in the series. Yeah. Who? Dude, I know all the characters and all that stuff. Okay, I think you'd be Neville. I think he's oh, really disrespectful. Noble as fuck. Like at the end, you would stand up to oh, yeah? me because I want to go kill Voldemort. Neville, yeah, Neville's amazing. <laughs> I, I respect. I'll take that. <laughs> and he, he had the was best like a, character. I love Neville's oh, character. Yeah. He had a good character arc. Yeah, for sure. he yeah. totally did. His parents and he all that stuff. He dominated in the last movie too. I love Luna. Book. Luna was always one of my favorites. I didn't like Luna's dad though. Yeah, not her dad, but I loved her character and just her as a person. She was she was one of my she's my favorite. I actually <laughs> met a person who's a yoga instructor that like appearance wise and personality wise she's reminded me of Luna so much. <laughs> Where did you go to yoga? No, I I've like, never done up. yoga. I met this girl at a music festival. Oh my god. <laughs> I shouldn't say where because I want to have her on the podcast. Yeah. She's, she was so interesting. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. All right, That's let's awesome. get out of here. Uh, shoot out your blog. So if people want to follow you or get the latest yeah. trends in fashion, they so can. So first name, last name, com for Davney Dillon for all my social media. Yep. And blog, yeah, just.com, YouTube, Davney Dillon. D-A-V-N-E-E-T-D-H-I-L-L-O-N. We'll put it in the notes, too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> have to spell that out. Um, but yeah, give me a follow. Tell me what you like about my Instagram, and then I'll check out your Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to be super harsh, because you're really harsh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's like, I hate it. <laughs> Definitely getting unfollow from you today. <laughs> like, that's it for okay. her, yeah. We're not even going to post this episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do me like that. <laughs> no. Oh, this was awesome. I was really nervous, but it was good. Like we like to just kind of do them very chill. Just yeah. hang out, yeah. Just yeah. normal conversation. Thanks for having mm. me. You're welcome. Appreciate Thanks so much it. for coming on. Thank you so much. Can't wait to see this. <laughs> I love you guys. I want your feedback. Also, subscribe to the podcast. Hit the subscribe button in iTunes. Give me a comment too. Positive, negative, I don't really care. I just want the comments. <laughs> <Good night. laughs>